Welcome to the Zen Single Mom Podcast. This podcast is all about living our lives from a whole, healed, and healthy place so that we can show up for ourselves and others in more meaningful and impactful ways. Our growth, healing, and fulfillment not only impacts our lives, but that of our children, communities, and the generations that follow. Here you'll find tools to decrease stress and promote overall well-being. Let's usher in the new era of the Zen single mom and create the lives of our dreams. Welcome back to another enlightening episode of the Zen Single Mom Podcast, where we're dedicated to empowering single mothers on their unique journeys. I'm your host, Erica, and today's episode is all about empowering single moms through entrepreneurship. We often talk about the challenges single moms face, but today we're focusing on the incredible opportunities that entrepreneurship can bring. Our guest today, Shara Gibson, has expertise in this very topic. Shara is the executive director of the Women's Business Center of Richmond, and she's on a mission to empower women entrepreneurs to achieve financial success and independence. In this episode, Shara will share her insights and strategies on how single moms can get started on their entrepreneurial path and transform their lives. Whether you're already an entrepreneur or just exploring the idea, this conversation is filled with inspiration and actionable advice. So if you're a single mother dreaming of starting your own business or looking to take your entrepreneurial journey to the next level, you're in for a treat. Shara's wisdom and experience will guide you on your path to empowerment. But before we dive into this enlightening conversation, let's get to know Shara a bit better. It's a true honor to introduce our distinguished guest for today, Shara Gibson. With over a decade of experience as an economic development professional, Shara is a force to be reckoned with in the world of entrepreneurship and small business development. Her journey has been nothing short of remarkable. Shara has not only designed and executed small business development program, but has also been a driving force behind fostering strategic partnerships and enhancing services for small and minority enterprises. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Shara's entrepreneurial spirit led her to establish Canna Ventures in 2016, a consulting firm dedicated to assisting new cannabis entrepreneurs. Additionally, she founded SG Consulting, where she offers grant writing and project management services. Her impact in the world of entrepreneurship has touched the lives of over 4,000 individuals in the Washington, D.C. metro metropolitan area. Shara's track record is nothing short of extraordinary, having secured over 2.1 million in new funding for various initiatives. One of her most notable projects, the CEO Growth Academy, witnessed its inaugural cohort collectively acquiring a staggering 14.2 million in contracts while participating in the program. Beyond her professional achievements, Shara is committed to giving back and conducts workshops for a 
inspiring and existing entrepreneurs in collaboration with community development organizations, government agencies, and private companies. Shara holds a Bachelor's of Science in Marketing from Hampton University and earned her MBA from Howard University. She's currently serving as a board member of the Association of Women's Business Centers and the Metropolitan Business League Young Professional Bridge Board. In her free time, Shara enjoys immersing herself in the local culture, attending festivals, and exploring the picturesque site of Richmond. Today, we're privileged to have her join us to share her insights on entrepreneurship, economic empowerment, and how her journey can inspire and guide all our single mom listeners. Let's get started. Welcome, Shara. Thank you so much. I'm happy to be here. Shara, could you tell us about your journey and the mission of the Women's Business Center of Richmond? How did you become passionate about empowering women entrepreneurs? Oh, thank you for that question. So my story, um, it really came out of my personal passion for entrepreneurship and helping individuals reach their goals and become their better selves. My sister actually started her business while I was in college and And she had asked me to help her with her marketing and her branding. And that's what exposed me to entrepreneurship and being a business owner and really going after your dreams. And I was really fueled by that and inspired by watching her buy her inventory. And she took me to her shows and we'd be out selling jewelry all day and hats and scarves and all types of things. And so after doing that for a while with my sister, I was also working full time. I just thought it would be good for me to go get my MBA so I can not only advance in my full-time career, but also learn more about how to manage a business and become my own boss. So that's how I really got into the throngs of entrepreneurship. After my MBA program, a lot of my colleagues, my classmates went to big corporations and I actually went to work for the government. And by doing that, it exposed me to how small business loans work, how money flows out into the community and what resources there are for small businesses. So that's how I got into entrepreneurship and passionate about helping others open their own businesses. Wow. Thanks for sharing that. What specific resources and support does the Women Business Center provide to assist single mothers in achieving economic success? Sure. So just a little bit about the Women's Business Center of Richmond. We are a program of the Small Business Administration, the SBA, and it is our charge to empower women with the tools and resources they need to start and grow a business. So we do that by providing free and low-cost services. You can take advantage of counseling, training events, and then we also help women entrepreneurs with small business loan preparedness. So what that means is helping them with their financial statements, helping them understand the responsibility that comes along with taking a small business loan and really how to navigate the system. Because what I always say, a loan is just like a pair of shoes. You have to find one that fits. Don't get discouraged if you're looking for funding for your business and you haven't quite 
found it as yet. You just have to find something that's right for you. All right, perfect. So you've mentioned the Women Business Center provide counseling. Can you tell me a little bit more about what that looks like? Sure. So when a client comes in for counseling, it's confidential, it's one-on-one, and it's really a time for you to ask all the questions that you have about opening your business or managing your business. We typically start off by doing an assessment with you, and then you can come back to us as many times as you like. Our doors are always open, no matter what stage of business a woman is at. She could be at the beginning, just an idea, or you could be 10 plus years in business. We have a resource for you. But in addition to the counseling, we also do a lot of classes and workshops. So you can get classes around marketing, around getting your woman-owned small business certification, Again, funding, taxes, we have the whole gambit, business plans. So there's a women's business center in about every state. They're typically located on a college campus. So just look up a women's business center in your state and your resource should be readily available. Wow. Thank you for that information. Mm-hmm. So tell me a little bit more about the women in business certification. WOSB or woman-owned small business certification is basically for government contracting opportunities. So it's basically you telling the government, hey, I'm a woman-owned business, and the government actually has a percentage of contracts that are set aside for woman-owned businesses. So yeah, so that's something that women can pursue. And it really doesn't matter what line of business you're in, because if you think about it, the government purchases everything from paper clips to heavy machinery. So even catering services, hairstyling services. So if there's a service that some a woman is offering, the government 80% chance they're also purchasing it. So getting your woman-owned small business certification can be very helpful. Yeah, it sounds amazing. So what's the process to get that? Do you guys also have training after they get the certification to help support them to get the government contracts? Oh, that's a really good question. So yes, we do help with the post-certification services. So like there are classes to help you identify what type of contracts, writing a capability statement, which is basically like a resume for your business, how to network, because a lot of government contracting is about building relationships. There's also another resource we utilize called the Procurement Technical Assistance Center or PTAC, P-T-A-C. There's one located in every state, and they provide free services for proposal writing, how to bid, how to get in touch with buyers in the government. And again, all of this is free because it's funded by taxpayer dollars. So Shara, many single mothers aspire to start their own businesses. What advice or guidance do you offer to help them turn their entrepreneurial dreams into reality, considering their unique circumstances? The advice I would give to women who are single mothers looking to start their own business is to first, obviously, plan and plan. Not just business planning, but a life plan. And I say that because our society is heavily influenced by social media and the glam of entrepreneurship. I quit my job, girl. Here I am. I'm an entrepreneur. 
I wouldn't advise anybody to quit their job unless they're making that or more what they're currently being paid. So really plan what you want your life to look like. Try to explore what options you have that can make your life easier, whether it's looking for other forms of childcare, if you want to only work with clients that provide you some sort of childcare, all of those things are possible. You just have to plan it out, both your lifestyle in your finances. Absolutely. I love that you said that because planning is definitely crucial. And you also brought up a good point about not quitting your job. (laughs) So I know you're definitely right about how glamorized entrepreneurship looks on social media, but the reality can be a lot different, especially when you're first starting out. So having a plan is super essential. And I love that you mentioned about childcare because that's important too. I am a real estate agent and I also worked full time as well. And then I also was trying to balance the children's extracurricular activities and then also some of mine as well. And I noticed that trying to do all of these led to burnout for me. Do you have any advice for mothers who are trying to pursue entrepreneurship, balance all these different responsibilities and still make their dreams a reality? I'm not a mom, but I work with a lot of single mothers. And what I'm starting to see is that they are demanding that childcare is available as they're receiving services. And I think as the state, they're experiencing like a shortage of childcare providers. And how do we build capacity and give more money to those business operators? In the meantime, mothers with children, especially when they are interacting with a publicly funded entity, they have to start demanding to be accommodated so they can take advantage and get an equal footing, just like someone who is childless or someone who is a man or somebody who has the flexibility to have appropriate childcare or they have the time in their schedule that they can go off and take a training or they can go and focus on their business. So I would say more mothers need to start lobbying, whether it's their state representative, their service providers. I need this. We need this so we can have an equal footing as well. And yes, it does come down to time management at the end of the day. But if we have more mothers telling us, I want to come to your program, I want to come to this event, but I need childcare. I think you will see more organizations and more companies starting to accommodate women with children. I know our center definitely is. I know for our next event, I want to have it on a Saturday so women can bring their kids. When we have our conference in the spring, we want to have a room where it's during the day. If women need to bring their children, we want to have somewhere where they can drop them off real quick. And I know it's another liability, but if we're servicing this population, we have to have it available. Yeah, absolutely. I love that. So we got to get together and lobby because we need these things for sure. I love that advice. Absolutely. How does the Women's Business Center facilitate financial literacy and education for single moms who want to start, grow, and scale their businesses? Yeah. So the Women's Business Center, we work with a lot of financial partners, whether it's traditional banks, 
financial advisors or community development financial institutions or known as CDFIs. So we try to keep a portfolio of all of these different service providers because they all offer something different. So that's the first step. The second thing that we do is make sure we have workshops classes or coaching available so women understand the process to go through alone or even getting a grant. There's a learning curve there and there's also a lot of paperwork involved. So we want to make sure people are comfortable going through that process and exposing themselves, if you will, because someone's going to look through all of your transactions. They're going to see how many times you have Uber Eats, how many times you're going to Ross and TJ Maxx. So you have to be vulnerable in order to go through the process. And we just help you not only get that technical preparedness, but that mindset preparedness as well. Oh, tell me more about that mindset preparedness. Yes. Okay. So again, going back to my point about social media sensationalizing entrepreneurship, Mm -hmm. what they don't talk about is that you're ultimately going to end up working more hours getting your business started yes. than you would in your nine to five. Absolutely. And you're also going to be told no a lot of times. Mm-hmm. I rejected a lot of times. And almost all entrepreneurs experience some sort of financial hardship before they hit that golden spot where they're making money. Nobody mm-hmm. talks about that as well. And the other thing I really want to mention, we see a lot on social media, Get your business credit. Oh, I got 50K in business credit. But what they don't say is that you still have to have good personal credit in order to mm-hmm. even obtain any sort of business credit. Yeah, they leave that out. Exactly. So single mothers juggling multiple responsibilities. How do you encourage self-care and work-life balance for women entrepreneurs you support ensuring their overall well-being as they pursue their financial goals? Oh, yeah. I would say the first thing is not trying to do it all. Don't try to be superwoman out here because it's a lot of work and it can burn you out quickly. Mm -hmm. The other thing is being okay with saying no because Again, as we're starting our businesses, a lot of us are eager to either partner with somebody. We are eager to get next thing done. Or if somebody approaches us, we're eager to do it for free so we can get exposure. Or we're eager to do it below what our set price is because we want the sale. Sometimes we have to say no. Not only does it slow us down a little bit, but it also sets boundaries for ourselves. And you're able to say, yes, I can do this. No, I can't do that. And you actually become more effective because you're using your time and your brain cells more effectively because you're not trying to take on everything. So that's what I would say. And then also set aside time for self-care. I, admittedly, there was a point in my life where I was literally working seven days a week. I had two retail stores at the time. I was also consulting. So I had clients on contract and 
I worked every single day. If I wasn't in one store, I was in the other. If I wasn't in any store, I was in front of my laptop typing something up for a client. And if it wasn't for the pandemic, I don't know where I would be. The pandemic forced me to slow down. And so any step that we as women can take to slow ourselves down, we should take it. Absolutely. I absolutely agree. And I love what you said about saying no. That is so important because it definitely does open up that opportunity for the client that's going to come in and pay the price that you set for yourself. When you say no to that client that isn't, you open up the opportunity for the client who does. So I love that you said that because that's absolutely true. Right. Absolutely. Absolutely. Great advice, Shara. Shara, as the executive director, you've had a significant impact on women entrepreneurs. Can you share a success story or example of how the Women's Business Center has empowered a single mother to overcome financial hurdles and achieve her business goals? Absolutely. We have a client who's recently divorced and now she's a single mom of three and she really had to rethink about making money for herself. But not only that, this is the first time in her life that she's really stepped out as a woman in the business world. So it goes back to that mindset that we had talked about a little bit earlier. But for her, we have a program called Business Start Bootcamp. It's a six-week program that helps you go through the business plan and piece it together. But not only that, we're also talking about entrepreneurial attitudes. So after she was able to go through that six-week program, she finished her business plan, she finished the pitch deck, and then we referred her to a community development financial institution where they were able to give her a $20,000 loan. And from there, she was able to open a studio, a fitness studio. Yeah. So again, this was just an example of how just getting connected to the right resources and mentally preparing yourself for entrepreneurship and the sacrifices that comes with it, you can be rewarded. That's a success story that we're happy to talk about with a single mom. Awesome. Thank you so much for sharing that. That's so inspiring. So building a support network can be essential for single mothers. How does your organization foster a sense of community and collaboration amongst women entrepreneurs, especially single mothers? Oh, absolutely. So we foster a community by offering opportunities for women to connect with each other, whether it's online or offline. We do that by way of having office hours during the day. And that's a place where women can bring their children because we're in a, a work lounge. So there's lots of room for the kids to move around. We also have virtual office hours and webinars. So if you're at home, you can just tune in and listen. And I encourage a lot of the women, even if they can't participate by turning their camera on or typing in the chat, if they can at least tune in and listen to the content, that's considered a win to me. 
Like I mentioned before, we have a spring conference called Winning with Women. This year, mm-hmm. it'll be on a Saturday, so we can encourage women to get childcare during those hours or we'll have it available on site. But we want to make sure that women can connect with each other, exchange business cards, exchange ideas, because the best way entrepreneurs learn, they learn from each other. So that's how we foster a community of successful women entrepreneurs. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. I love the conference and networking opportunities that it provides. That sounds absolutely amazing. Cheryl, the landscape of entrepreneurship is evolving. What trends or opportunities do you see in the realm of women-owned businesses? And how can a single mother tap into the these trends to enhance their financial prospects? Yes. So following with the trends that we've seen in the pandemic, selling digital products is a mm. great way to make some extra cash, especially for single moms who are professionals. If you have a technical background, even if you do here, you can sell your own products online. Just building a following, building a community online, you can monetize almost anything. I've seen women monetize Facebook groups, women monetize their Instagram stories. There are so many things that you can do. So I see a lot of women turning in that direction. The other trend that I'm seeing is a lot of women are quitting their jobs. Those who are in the professional space, quitting their jobs and turning to contracting opportunities. This is a bit of what we touched on before, either at the local or state level, getting quick procurement dollars, maybe contracts that are $10,000 or less. Those are ways that you can build your clientele quickly and really get out on your own. So those are the two trends that I'm seeing a lot of. Wow. Okay. That's awesome. Now, if somebody wanted to create digital products or monetize their Facebook group or Instagram stories, like you mentioned in those examples, do you guys also help with that? Do you have courses or training that would help someone who would like to capitalize on those trends? Absolutely. So we have digital marketing workshops that we actually host in partnership with J.P. Morgan Chase. We have a whole workbook that we give to participants. And then also for those who participate in our business start boot camp, we have a social media portion of it. And during that time, I'll pull up your Instagram or your Facebook and I'll do a live audit of your social media account. And we'll look at it as a group, areas where you can engage, maybe create better content. I love selling digital products and being online. Yes, we definitely have resources for that. You mentioned that there's business women centers pretty much everywhere in every state. Mm -hmm. You you all provide the same type of resources or does it differ based on the location? Absolutely. Great question. Yes, the Women's Business Center, at least one is in every state. We all offer counseling, one-on-one counseling, and some sort of training. That's our bread and butter. But it does differ depending on the market. 
So if you're in a market where there's a lot of government contracting, you might see that Women's Business Center lean into that a little bit more. But at its core, every WBC offers free one-on-one counseling and training to get your business plans completed and also connect you with access to capital resources. So you'll find that at any business, Women's Business Center that you visit. Hmm. Okay, awesome. Thank you. My next question, as a leader in the field of women's economic empowerment, what are your hopes and visions for the future of women-owned businesses, particularly for single mothers, and how can we collectively work towards achieving these goals? Well, I love that question. I really love that question. So with me being in this field, I also serve on the national board of the Association of Women's Business Centers. So it really gives me a bird's eye view of what's going on with women's entrepreneurship at a national level. And what we need to do as a collective, as women, it goes back to my earlier point, is to lobby and advocate Mm -hmm. for the things that we need. Although there's a women's business center in every state, we are severely underfunded compared to some of our counterparts that primarily may serve men or other populations. So we need to make sure that women's spaces are protected and they're funded, not only on the federal level, but the state level as well. Any opportunity a woman has to express her opinion about the things that she needs in her community, she needs to take advantage of that opportunity. The other thing, in addition to advocating for women's spaces, especially in entrepreneurship, is to help each other be engaged in communities where women are trying to empower each other. Whether it's a women's empowerment brunch, go attend that because that brunch is being hosted by a woman who has a dream to bring together other women to elevate ourselves. Mm. If it's an empowerment brunch, If it's downloading another woman's digital product that's for free, do that. Support each other on your entrepreneurship journey because as you become more successful, less and less women around you. So those are the two things I would say. Advocate for women's spaces and places and also help each other on your way to the top. Thank you so much. This conversation was really great and very insightful. So where can our listeners find you? Yes. If you want to get in contact with me, Instagram is the best way. You can find me at the WBC Richmond on both Instagram and Facebook. We post a list of grant opportunities for small businesses in addition to our upcoming workshops. Anybody can attend our virtual workshops. We're located in Richmond, Virginia. So if you're in the area, you can stop by and attend some of our events as well. But DWBC on Instagram is where you can find us and all of the great information we have available. And if you're not in the Richmond area, I mentioned I serve on the board of the Association of Women's Business Centers. We have a program called Hope to Women. They also have an Instagram account called called Hope to Women, and they host all types of webinars to help you grow your business. So if you're not in the Richmond area, follow Hope to Women and you'll still be connected to great resources. Fantastic. Thank you so much. I really appreciate you, Shara. No problem. Thank you for having me and good luck on your 
podcast. You're doing great work. So thank you. Thank you so much. And you're doing great work as well. Thank you for joining us in today's empowering episode on entrepreneurship for single moms with our wonderful guest, Shara Gibson. We hope you gained valuable insights and inspiration to embark on your entrepreneurial journey or enhance your existing business. Remember, success is within your reach and you have the power to create the life you desire. But before we say goodbye, don't forget to stay tuned for this episode's mindfulness tool designed to further empower you on your path to entrepreneurship. And if you found today's episode helpful, please consider sharing it with a friend or leaving us a review. Your support means the world to us. For more resources, visit us at thezensinglemom.com where you'll find additional tips, tools, and information to help you thrive as a single mom. Thank you for being a part of our community. Stay inspired, stay empowered, and stay tuned for the mindfulness tool up next. Hello, dear listeners. In today's episode, we explore the empowering world of entrepreneurship for single mom. Now let's take a moment to practice mindfulness and visualize your own entrepreneurial journey while also envisioning balance, grace, and success in every aspect of your life. Find a quiet and comfortable space where you won't be disturbed. Close your eyes and take a deep breath in. Feel the air filling your lungs. As you exhale, let go of any tension or doubt. Imagine yourself standing at the threshold of a brand new venture, your very own business. See the door in front of you waiting to be opened. As you reach for the door handle, notice the feelings that arise within you. Excitement, anticipation, perhaps a hint of nervousness. Embrace these emotions. They are part of your journey. Open the door and step inside. Picture the space, the colors, the people, or even the products or services you offer. This is your world of entrepreneurship a canvas for your creativity and passion. As you explore this space, visualize yourself balancing motherhood, entrepreneurship, self-care, and all your responsibilities with grace. See yourself seamlessly moving through your day, effortlessly meeting the needs of your family and your business. Feel the ground beneath your feet, solid and supportive. You are supported. With each step you take, you're moving closer to your dreams. Imagine having everything you need exactly when you need it, whether it's money, time, connections, or information. You always have it at your fingertips. 
Now see yourself building successful, profitable businesses. Visualize your products and services attracting the perfect customer and clients who appreciate your work and support your journey. Take another deep breath in and as you exhale, know that you have the strength, resilience, and support to make your entrepreneurial vision a reality. Embrace the balance and grace that flows through your life. When you're ready, slowly open your eyes, bringing this visualization with you into your day. Remember that you have the power to empower yourself through entrepreneurship while gracefully managing all of your responsibilities as a single mom. Thank you for joining us in this mindfulness exercise. Stay inspired, empowered, and balanced. Namaste.